By the evening, I don't point out to which part of my body aches the most. I just have a cup of coffee hoping that's the only warmth I will need when the humans around me, my own family, fails to provide me a sense of comfort or belonging. I visit the edge of my balcony, which is the least visited corner in my house. Only I go there, as I haven't seen anyone else there. Maybe that's my space within this building called home, which is not amongst the people I call family. The last time I cried over something silly was overthinking about how my act of deserting someone must have inflicted so much of pain, when I inflicted much more pain to myself for the same. When I piled things on the floor, I separated them by the shape, size or color. This was a habit of being perfect, but lately I think we are taught this. People are different by the shape, size and color, but the pile of bodies of everyone dead is the same. The cruelest thing I have done in love is the act of deserting when things seemed perfectly normal. But lately my act of deserting people is the new normal. As it goes for love, it has deserted me since long. I would really punch the king of our world's largest democracy if I could. I don't know if this would count as sedition or hate speech, but I cannot take any more lies from anyone. I carry a mundane hurt in my heart as well, every day and every hour, that someday I will be not enough. While everyone around me voiced their disagreements, they too desert me soon. On every morning commute, I revisit a fantasy, the one where magic and reality cannot be differentiated. But reality is more real now than ever, and I'm tired of going on and on. I do believe though that love will cause my inevitable downfall. I'm hopelessly devoted to love and to the lover, while neither of them seem to even notice me. Maybe death will shift their gaze finally over me. I've had seven headaches in the past week. One for each day and maybe each sin. One for each value or memory that I try to destroy and make some new space. There's so much space now that my inner voice echoes and it stings my head even more. When I'm at most at myself. I believe I'm most at myself whenever I'm alone. Inside my heart or head. As if the difference matters. With others, there's a different kind of space. One that I've learned to fill up now. The worst thing that has not yet happened has already happened. I've seen the hollowness that lie in humanity. I've seen what hopefully lies at the other side. Maybe I will see the worst side of it. But I've been introduced and it makes up well for the worst case ever. I always arrange my books in order of how I will use them or read them. I think people use the same tactic on other humans. They plan on how and when they will use them and then they execute. Literally, figuratively and metamorphically too. I'm pretty consistent at lying now. Not at lying, but at ensuring that I don't want to engage anymore. A full stop after every text and a web of crystal clear worlds do that well. I owe a pair of diaries. They are not expensive enough, devoid of any words for that matter. I haven't used them yet. I don't plan to use it either. I haven't really killed any house plants. I never owned any. But I do remember that some fishes died when someone forgot to feed them. I cannot recall if it was my fault or of my roommates. We just looked at each other and then at the fishes and then at each other. And that was it. Sex. The shame of talking about sex, I have dropped it. The intricacies of it, the beauty of it, the wildness of it, the excitement, the pleasure and the pain. I wanted. I don't feel any shame now in discussing the melting of bodies. The oldest thing in my refrigerator is some months old chocolate. Chocolates have become special for me. I always used to give one to my lover on our every meeting. 
A friend of mine wrote a poem about it. I think through time, I've lived every line of it. I know a lot of people who got away tampering with my mental health. I don't wish to confront them, but I blame them. I love how sometimes I am at odds with myself. It's piercing, but then it feels enlightening. Hypocrisy is an interesting word. I always feel how I will be exposed whenever I hear this word. I hold so many feminist ideals, yet I put them aside when it came to some. That's my hypocrisy. You can call me anything you want for that. I will be sleep deprived because I simply want sleep. I want rest knowing that there will be a tomorrow when I will have to put on a performance again. The performance of a dutiful son, a faithful friend, a lover devoid of mood swings, a society member with responsibilities, and so on. The performance part is tricky. It never gets any applause, but any derivative of it gather around eyes from all sides. I feel we have an obligation to be kind towards those who are kind and those who will always need help, but the world make hoes out of them. Exploiting them and forcing them to put on yet another performance, the beginning of a cycle of 365 days, and we celebrate the completion of cycle 2, that is our hypocrisy. I am choosing to having a roof over my head and food in my stomach over having a sane and sound mind. There is no logic here, it's just my weakness. I just have a bleak hope from future that things will be alright. I was least proud of myself when I just gave in to the situation and the manipulation when after being dragged into politics, I consciously chose to be dragged further, not uttering a word, and when I spoke, I spoke for the wrong. I'm still scared to apologize. What determines if a trash should be taken out? Its height or odor, both. If their concern for you is travelling over you, casting a shadow, if you smell like them, it is high time for you to cut the tower's base and sanitize everything out of your life. I relate chronic pain to sickness of love. It is always there. From life to death, sometimes the reason for either or both of those. Misery is a tricky thing. The ones who brought it upon themselves does not bring me comfort. But it brings me a kind of contention, a kind of revolution and again, literally, figuratively and metamorphically. I am dreading to have a conversation with an old friend. It is something that will happen in the course of time but where, when and how, I don't know who decides. A burnt pot should be soaked for an hour or two before being washed, unlike people, including I, soaking others in blame for eternities for their mistakes. I have given permission to myself to retaliate in case I am being dragged or my voice is taken away. That is how I will die maybe, fighting my way out of something the name of the missing things are many, identity, value, ethics, politics amongst many for now, I would like to call it a sense of belongingness. If I stopped suddenly, the spaces between my words would come into focus. A sharp focus. They convey a different meaning. I hope someone asks me someday, can you answer a stupid question? And yes, that's the only question. It doesn't threaten me or make any value of me in any way. As it goes for asking about happiness, I am not said either for now. There is a terrible truth which everyone could find out. But it is already out there and no one really cares. So yeah, it's out there. I never convinced myself tenderness is scarce. Even though I had infinite tenderness once for someone, I learned the hard way. Falling through cliffs and towers that is, and I am very turbulent. I change my decision at the whim of the moment that makes it hard to live it with me. I am not confined to a singularity, I know I am gonna fall and it is gonna hurt, I am not even embracing for it for some weird reason. I am becoming a man of habits maybe, I wait and see the water boil, 
I can never ignore the intricacies that form our everyday life or our everyday world. I replace the things I owe myself by a false sense of allegiance and catering to others, but then it's no more. I'm more likely to kill you in your sleep without sweating than running past a disagreement with you. I change the bed sheets every weekend or so. Every day, new bodies interacting with each other relieve their odor, but all goes away soon. Hope, faith, and love does too, like the sun sets. My emotional store is full of regret. I'd sell regret at hundred percent discount. Self-deprecation, maybe I'll just throw at everyone for free. But in the corner of the store will lie an urge to be loved, like it's the last day on earth. I'm waiting for everyone to acknowledge that they are fallible in ways more than one, in ways more than they recognize, and much more than some that I can count or see. I skimmed through the pages of Jane Austen. I really couldn't get it, and it wasn't the right time or the right world to get lost into. I'm still secretly reeling towards death. It's a small sensation with lots of promises and fulfilling ones at death. Unlike other human beings, I don't know if I will give in to, but I'd like to give in. It all ends with fragments of my imagination, the kind of self that will come to my rescue to save me, a kind of self that will end me after ending the war that I am with myself. That's what forty-five answers do to me. More questions I answered than how are you, how are you doing. I have heard or seen.